0: Badu bada badu papa Badu ba papa If you're having trouble with your high school head,
1: he's giving you the blues. You wanna graduate but not in his bed.
0: He's what do. Hello and welcome to the Bargain Den. I'm Brandon. I'm Donna. And this is your weekly Daredevil podcast. Okay. It is. It's time
1: to get super duper excited and blind.
0: Not that kind of Daredevil. Oh. I'm talking about evil-knievel kind of Daredevil.
1: Oh, okay. What kind of cool stunts are we going to do today?
0: Well... Live
1: on this podcast. Live on this
0: podcast, um, I am in, currently in the middle of my own personal stunt in that it is... Uh, after eight o'clock at night, and I am having a cup of coffee. Oh, mm-hmm. dang! Okay. I know. Yeah, I. People said it was dangerous and it was a bad idea, and I said I don't care. One oh, of us. Sorry. How dare me! Wow. Oh.
1: No one ever wants to talk to me. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um, well, I am in the middle of one on the opposite end in the same spectrum. Um, I'm drinking a glass of wine after having drank lots of wine earlier in the day on a Sunday. They said I shouldn't do it, but I did it.
0: No one said you shouldn't do it. (laughs) And I believe that that more or less is a normal day productivity for you.
1: What? I don't day drink normally.
0: But, I mean, maybe not physically do you day drink, but mentally you day drink every (laughs) single day.
1: All day, every day.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just kidding. This is a financial advice podcast where each week we watch a movie and then try to decide whether or not it is really a frugal movie. Is it one that you should uh, watch if you want to learn how to be what it takes to be or want to be somebody who's, you know, one of the big sharks? (laughs) Do you want to be somebody asking the sharks or do you want to be a shark? If you want to be a shark, you listen to our podcast.
1: What if I want to be a dolphin?
0: No, 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 hmm. a different kind different kind of shark dolphin. A shark thing, dolphin. Thing we're talking about here. No, that's I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ones that live in the tank on the TV. Oh. That shark uh, tank. Oh. Do you want to be one of them or do you want to be one of the people asking the sharks for money?
1: Um I'd rather be the rich person investing in things. They no? Know. Well.
0: You could have it both ways and be a Miami dolphin.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you'd also you'd be a dolphin, but you would also be a very rich dolphin and be willing mm-hmm. to invest in things. Okay. Is that what they call the people who need investments on Shark Tank? Dolphins? They should. If they don't, they should. Are they sure? They're probably like shark bait or something stupid.
1: That Yeah, that's no fun.
0: This week was another bargain bin movie. One that we pulled out of a random selection of movies at, at local retailers. And not local, but local to us. Retailers, bargain, clearance section and, and watched it i'll grab the case before oh. we start don't worry thanks um so it's at uh we we finished our austin powers journey and now we're on to this what movie did we watch
1: we watched the lost city
0: the lost city and It'll... i did
1: that without the movie in front of me
0: i'm so proud of you
1: thank you so it's
0: about alanis
1: yes alanis yeah. morissette
0: that was what i was gonna
1: say ha <laughs> ha isn't it ironic
0: that, that, don't you don't think, you think? This is not the first time that I will have talked about Alanis Morissette on a recording of mine um, this week.
1: Wow. Okay. I think,
0: yeah. I believe it's the second time. I mean, The second time this weekend I've talked about Alanis Morissette, so...
1: She's a musical genius, so
0: there you go. What's your favorite album of hers?
1: Jagged Little Pill.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's fair. What about your second one?
1: No, that's just my favorite.
0: You know what? I don't even want want to harp on you because I couldn't have told you that the album was titled Jagged Little Pill if you put a gun to my head, so... Okay. (laughs) Good on you. Good on you, kid.
1: I mean, I'm not... I'm not actually going to pretend to be like a super huge Alanis Morissette fan, but...
0: Yeah, but you just know she's a genius.
1: But I do know, from what I've heard, she is quite the musical talent.
0: So, this movie came out in 2005, so if... Uh, you've heard of this movie and want to watch it, and just haven't gotten around to it in the um, what fourteen years since it came out. Stop the podcast and go watch it, and then
1: pump the brakes.
0: Sure, Donna, it's your turn. Which thank all all the gods, uh-huh. any and all gods, that it's your turn to describe this movie because I couldn't do it.
1: Okay, well, wish me luck. Um, it's not actually about Alanis Morset or not. Atlantis, no. the lost city, but it is the lost city. Cool. It's actually about Havana. And Where's that? It's in Cuba.
0: Oh. Cool. These are
1: things I would never know before watching this movie.
0: You knew Havana. This movie was in Cuba. taught me a lot.
1: No, I did not. Wow. I absolutely did not.
0: Alright, hold on. Let me look at the time. It is five minutes after the zero second counter on this recorder. So I'm I'm just this movie was two and a half hours long. Um And so, I'm wondering how efficiently you can summarize. Uh, Do you want any help or assistance, or do you feel confident?
1: You know what? I'm going to give it a go, and you just jump in occasionally as needed. I'm probably going to not... Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, uh, speaking of Alanis Morissette, this is a very music-centric movie. It's about the Cuban Revolution, Fidel Castro, and when they take over Cuba, but it's about this family that's kind of like upper class in Cuba
0: in Havana. Would it help you if I, like, I mean, I feel like it would maybe help to do just the historical background first. So the movie takes place from uh, before the Cuban president... um, Left the country like on New Year's Eve when he like just was like everything's gonna be great, and he was a very high class upper upper class um uh, person he was very fancy and he had his goons who would kill people and it was he was bad very dictatorish just like um yeah, so there was a slow revolution building that eventually led to president fleeing the country, and then Fidel Castro took over, and it was a more of a communist uh, country, with the reality being he basically just became a dictator. And...
1: Right. Okay. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Brandon.
0: Okay. I know that you set this one, and not for something else, because your alarm went off right
1: uh, before we started recording. I had the bad timing. i I procrastinated, and it bit me in the butt. That's karma.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm going to say...
0: Oh, you didn't have one planned?
1: No, I forgot. I, I always got,
0: have one planned. How dare oh, you? Oh,
1: wow. Okay. All right. <gasps> Nightclubs. Frugal or not frugal?
0: Not frugal.
1: Okay. All
0: right. <laughs> that one wasn't hard. <laughs> That's, that, that doesn't even need an explanation. Like, or an ex. Planation or clamation, either way.
1: Or a claymation.
0: Or clamation.
1: Okay, so, this family. We've got a mother and father and three sons and an uncle. And two of the sons are married. I guess it's the... I don't even know what order the sons go in. I know the youngest one. The youngest one is is, like, a radical student. He wants to overthrow the Cuban president. He ends up joining Che and...
0: Fidel Castro.
1: F. He ends up joining Fidel Castro and helping him overthrow the government. Well, no. Less so overthrow the government than, like, he's just kind of one of Fidel's top guys. But the... I think it's the middle brother he actually does help overthrow the government he dies trying to assassinate the president before Fidel takes
0: over uh, you're kind of right actually I think he did somewhat join up with I Ch- guess Ch- 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 Ch-
1: uh, his name is Ch- Che
0: Che Guevara maybe he was supposed to be Che Guevara I well, don't know I'll look into it a little bit yep
1: yep look
0: this movie had a lot of <laughs> there's a lot going down it. in this movie um, it was two and a half hours long, and I felt every minute of it. Let's just mm. spice it up. Let's let's spunk it up. Let's I don't let's not spunk it up. Um, but let's <laughs> spunky. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> let's just hit the beats of it. Like we'll hit the we'll hit the major beats. Um.
1: So I think it's the oldest son. His name is Fico.
0: Yeah, he is the oldest.
1: He owns this um music nightclub. Cabana. Cabana. And he promises the middle brother who dies trying to assassinate the president that he'll take care of middle brother's wife, whose name is not on the box and so I don't remember it. All right. Thank you. That's
0: not important.
1: He's going to take care of his brother's wife yes. if his brother dies.
0: I i n e with an accent S.
1: okay. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. All right. And his brother does end up dying. You see the family dwindle really quickly because around the time the brother dies, the youngest brother, Shea, Che, Che, whatever, um, he disappears because he's helping Fidel. So there's this whole thing where there's a family dinner every Sunday at 6 exactly, and the father's got this saying that All his sons are welcome at six, but not a minute after or whatever. It's really sweet. It's important. So the oldest brother is always a couple minutes late. Oldest brother starts taking care of the widow, and they end up falling in love. While this is happening, Fidel's rising in power. Um, Also, while this is happening, Fico's American friend, who is played by Bill Murray and he just basically provides comedic um, relief. Fico and Bill Murray and Innes, um, kind of live in their paradise sanctuary of like this upper middle class area that's largely unaffected by the changes, but it's slowly trickling to them as well. Um... There comes a point where they um, Fidel kills one of Fico's friends. That's a whole big thing because his brother didn't help or stand in the way. Then uh, Che, the youngest brother, goes to tell. Is it not? It's not is his name. Okay. It's well Enrique. then. Enrique. Enrique.
0: Yeah.
1: These are hard. Oh, Just hit those
0: major points. <laughs>
1: Okay, youngest bro goes to talk to the uncle at his tobacco plantation, and uncle dies. It's really important. Everyone dies, basically, is what I'm getting at. Uncle dies, youngest brother feels responsible because it was him going to give him the news that Fidel and the government are taking his plantation, and he gets really angry,
0: No, he... and then he has a
1: heart attack yeah. and dies. That's
0: why he feels responsible, is he... Gave his uncle a heart attack.
1: Yeah. Well, no, that's what I was explaining. So he feels responsible, and the whole family's effed up now, and he ends up killing himself because he feels responsible. So now the only people left in the family are Fico and his... I don't know if they end up getting married or not, but his brother's wife and his other brother's wife, his mom and dad. Uh, His parents are getting really old and they're like, hey, you've got to just go to America where you can be free because the communist government is bearing down on his nightclub and they're doing everything they can to take away his freedom of expression and his music and dancing and all that. So he tries to convince Ines to move to America with him, but she's found a purpose with Fidel as, like, the poster widow of the war, the revolution. So she decides not to go. He goes to America. He starts at the bottom and works his way up from a dishwasher to a piano player at the restaurant to eventually owning and starting his own nightclub. The end. What
0: Cabana? He starts his own Cabana. Okay. It's a Cuban nightclub, but it's like it's not like a nightclub. Nightclub. It's
1: right. It's, it's the, like a dance and song lounge, and you. It's
0: like a lounge. I mean, more so because it's like a. It's a you don't actually
1: a band. yeah. You're not supposed to be just like pumping. And it's the jams.
0: It's very cu- Cuban.
1: Yeah. And then there was a ton of smoking and Cuban coffee throughout. And also Cuban music.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, maybe there'll be some Cuban products for us to purchase in the clearance aisle.
1: Let's check it out.
0: Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. Is this movie frugal? Uh, You tell me. Um, no, it was two and a half hours long. I feel as though it probably could have been at least two. Mm. Not frugal with my time. That being said, I enjoyed the movie. I just felt like it hung around a little too long.
1: You know, I can I feel like I can only half give you that. Because there were definitely parts that hung around too long, but it was usually the song and dance from the cabana. And, see, I liked that. And see, yeah, I thought that was very important for the story, like to show the importance of the cabana. And the musical expression, but
0: did you not feel like I mean, while it was a very heavy and impactful scene, the scene when he is saying goodbye to his mom and dad, did that not feel like it went on for like forty years?
1: Yeah, it went on for a while. There, there was definitely other parts besides the cabana scenes that went on for. So a
0: that's long what time. I'm saying is like there were parts. It could have been like two hours. It's like I just felt like there was some stuff like that could have been better.
1: Definitely could have been shorter. Or at least have used more of that time to make, like, the history a little more clear I think or something. I,
0: I, because I liked it, I think it should have been shorter.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: I'm not saying, like, it was bad. It's just, like, that scene where he's saying goodbye to his family and stuff, I feel like it would have been more impactful if it was, like, in and out. like Like, quick, because that's what it would have been. Like you can spend as much time on your last day when you'll probably never see your parents again as much as you want, but it'll feel quick no matter what. Mm. could have been shorter.
1: Not frugal. Just on that note, because it's really sad also, uh, his father gives him the pocket watch hmm. that he checks every Sunday for the dinner, and the government takes it in customs when he gets on the plane, along with his money and... Stuff. I don't know how much he could have or should have expected it, but, I don't know, something that valuable maybe you might want to hide in a government like that.
0: Well, I think that that, to me, it showed, like, that was his kind of, like, final goodbye to his country that he thought he once knew. I mean, Mm. I don't, I think he expected for stuff like that, but he was completely and fully willing to leave Mm. everything behind and... Knew he ran the risk from that, but I think it was kind of like his final goodbye as he was willing to give that up to leave.
1: Yeah, rough
0: dude.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, frugal, he lived the American dream. Started with nothing and then
0: he pulled a owned Drake. A
1: successful, yeah. <laughs> pulled a Drake, so that's pretty frugal. Worked his way up from the bottom.
0: Yeah, not frugal, I will say. Um, I mean, the Communist Party did want to overthrow the, you know, well super wealthy. Oh, I guess that would be frugal, I meant. I meant to say frugal.
1: Okay. Yeah, that was... Okay.
0: Not frugal would be the actual outcome, which was, you know, dictatorship. <laughs>
1: mm mm-hmm. Not frugal. Although, for the dictator, dictatorship's really frugal.
0: So, I'm gonna stop you because everything, like, mm-hmm. that... Is frugal has a not frugal side of it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't be like, dictatorship is
1: frugal well, okay, because I for one say, person it's super frugal. Not just for the dictator, it's for the whole country. It's very frugal. You know? You're squeezing your resources.
0: No, but it's not frugal because it's not sustainable at all. It'll overthrow itself. Its life expectancy is short. It's great for one person, but at his death it is over. Like,.
1: Well no, it's not just for him though. It's the, you see what I mean like the whole country they're like starting to do like okay because with the idea of communism is like everyone gets what they need, the basics, right? That's frugal.
0: But that's not no what No one's
1: happening. getting like tons extra and that is what's happening is like the government's apprehending all the extras, right?
0: Right. Not sustainable.
1: Eight. but frugal
0: no but because but, there's so there's
1: no waste, there's no um oh, what's the word, the opposite of frugal frivolous there's no frivolous uh spending or wealth or anything like that,
0: okay, well, in that instance it like everything is not frugal until it's frugal, like it would be as though it was like okay. I could, if I cut off my tongue, it'd be frugal, because I can't, I couldn't eat, but then I could die, and therefore, you know what I mean, like, in that sense, all death is considered frugal, and, you know what I mean?
1: I mean, yes, but I don't think it necessarily spelled out death for everyone, just misery, you know?
0: Death for anybody who acted out against the government, it wasn't a like, fully...
1: I'm just talking <laughs> about their resources and rations
0: no people starved like it was bad
1: <laughs> okay fair they went too far over the line of frugality it was fake it death. was it was a then... fake
0: fake socialist like communistic country it was run by a dictator who was right. like i'll be equal to everybody and he wasn't right he would kill any form of opposition there was no democracy it was not like sure the heart of what they maybe like the poster was, but it was a not that like so like in that sense it's not frugal. Like Okay. I get what you're saying, yes. The idea that like no extra is not is frugal. Yes. The reality was not that though. It was death for many, many people.
1: Okay. That's fair.
0: Not frugal. Why is this podcast mostly you standing up for evil <laughs> things and then me having to, like, talk until I wear you down to be like, okay, well, part of what I said was true, but the other part wasn't.
1: I can't help it that a lot of evil things are very frugal.
0: So that's what I... It's funny, the reoccurring things in this, because, like, what it comes down to is the fact that, like, momentarily at the idea from, from the perspective of somebody who is doing something evil, it's frugal. <laughs> You know, like, but for the world around, not. Like, so... Okay. So, like, dictatorships are frugal if you're looking at it from the perspective of, like, everything's great from up here, like... (laughs) And then not frugal for the reality outside of it.
1: Can we at least agree that, like, communism would be frugal if it was carried out idealistically? But that... Of course, in this movie and the way Fidel did it, it's not frugal. I mean... Because of the huge loss to human life and
0: at So then it comes to where you place value because, like, any form of expression is not necessarily valued in ideas of communism because it's not considered equal, like, to go beyond your capabilities or what is needed for the whole...
1: Well, just because you go above and beyond doesn't mean that everyone else has to. It just means you're not going to get anything extra for doing it.
0: But I feel as though there are arguments within communism that even individual expression is placing you outside of the whole.
1: Okay, well, my ideal for communism is frugal. But it'll never work out that way in real life.
0: And see, it's the the perfect representation of a dictator, as in from your perspective.
1: (laughs) Oh my God, Brandon. From
0: the world outside of it. Damn. Okay, that's cool.
1: You just compare me to Fidel Castro. That's fine.
0: That's cool. You were here a second ago going, well, everybody did get everything equal.
1: (laughs) I was just saying that rations inherently are frugal rationing food is frugal if you want to save money yeah yeah no
0: ration your food you should ration and you should it helps i don't think you're anything like fidel honey
1: thank you okay moving right along you already decided earlier that nightclubs are not frugal what about a cabana
0: (laughs) (laughs) um you know it's funny because it makes you think a taco cabana of chain restaurant. I don't know where it all it's located. but um, Not
1: Norman anymore.
0: Not Norman anymore, yeah. Rip in peace. <laughs> um, uh, are Cabanas frugal? Uh, well, they might put off an uh, air of the aristocratic side of society. I feel as though they're very welcoming to uh, people as a whole. The core root of what mm-hmm. Cabanas stand for. Um, and then I think that just in the cycle of anything, you know, it gets popular and maybe is a little bit harder for the lower class to reach, but I think at its heart that's what they stand for. Much like communism. <laughs> I also I, I would say that uh you know, I think it's overall it's not frugal. Don't think it's a frugal film.
1: What about Bill Murray though? He was a complete freeloader, he was extremely frugal.
0: That's true. However, I do feel like to some extent, both his and Dustin Hoffman's, uh, roles in this movie were solely to be Dustin Hoffman and Bill Murray in this movie and to put faces on the cover because they were the only two people, uh, that were like, there was no reason for them to be in Cuba. They don't look as though they are from Cuba. They don't look Cuban. (laughs) They -hmm. look like Dustin Hoffman and, uh. Bill Murray and I, I hope I hope I'm very wrong and very racist and they're both actually Cuban. And...
1: Well, and see, you say that Bill Murray's super not even supposed to be Cuban. They didn't right. even try with that. It was like, okay, yeah, this is definitely an American. He's just here for funsies because it's fun to be in Cuba. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Dustin Hoffman was definitely supposed to be Cuban from what I gathered.
0: I mean, that may not be true. He was the head of the mob. He was in it for probably three minutes. But he's on the front of the cover. Mm-hmm. But he was maybe in it for three minutes. He was at the very beginning and the very end. And he was... his. He literally didn't need to be in the movie. There was nothing about his character that was needed. If you think about it. Because, like, you could say... Because the older brother's love interest... Um, that's how she died, was the mob who killed her. But then you find out it wasn't. And so I was like, well...
1: I thought it was the mob that killed her.
0: Well, the, Dustin Hoffman, at the end, he was like, I wouldn't do that. That's not my style. So, you're to me, I thought we were led to believe that he didn't do it. Like, because the guy never said anything in response. He wasn't like, you're lying, damn you, you know. I was just like, oh. That's... Weird, right?
1: I, I missed that part, I guess. I don't know. I didn't get that from the interaction. I didn't even hear them bring her up, per se. I just thought he was like, you better reconsider my offer because I really don't want to be an enemy of yours. Like, I still consider us friends or whatever. That's what I heard.
0: No, but at one point he said, I didn't. I did not hit her. <laughs> God, I really need to watch The Room. I really want to make the jokes from the movie that I've seen the clip stuff
1: so if anyone has a copy of the room you have
0: a copy of the room i just our local video store doesn't have a copy of it
1: anywho i yeah i think you're right i think we can agree that overall it's not frugal especially icing on the cake for me we're following this upper class family that's like really frivolous with all their stuff you know
0: yeah and if they were the good guys yeah cool, and they're cool.
1: like comping all their friends' drinks and like changing outfits every two seconds, real fancy
0: that being said, the main guy that we follow, the older brother, his big thing is he never has to pay for anything
1: that is true because he's everybody's friend, and they all know that they can they're gonna get it back at the cabana, so very true um Still not I, I do want to point out I didn't realize this before. It was directed by Andy Garcia, who I believe also plays the older brother. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's interesting to me, like, the very beginning and the very end felt like student films. But the whole middle, like, 130 minutes felt super professional and good. I don't know what it was about, like, just the credits coming in and then the ending fading out that felt really, like... Like, a different movie. It was
0: very interesting. The credits at the beginning were awful, um, but... Alright. We're getting to This is not what this podcast is about. Alright, so not frugal, friends. right? So we we're... shut up, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my bad. Not frugal. Um, Milkshakes, do you mind?
1: Milkshakes, well, we're trying to record.
0: Yeah, not frugal. What's the lesson?
1: Ugh, man... I should start making everything frugal so I don't have to think of a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm terrible at that, but you're really good at it.
0: Well, but it usually takes yours to get me to mine.
1: <sighs> okay. Um, uh, communism may sound good, but it's just not frugal. Sure. Are you really going to let that?
0: was terrible. Really? I I really like it because it basically finally got to admit that you were wrong earlier. And so I'll take it.
1: (laughs) Wow. Okay. I feel like this is a (laughs) terrible, bad lesson. Okay. No, it's true. It's true. It'll work. I just doesn't even, it's not even catchy.
0: Communism may look good on paper, but in reality, it's quite the stinker. (laughs)
1: I don't feel like you need to listen to the Bargain Den to learn that lesson, though.
0: Maybe unless you're a communist, and then, comrade, I don't know.
1: Then watch the Lost City and
0: see for yourself. See for yourself. I wish the people could see your reaction to when I say something that <laughs> would you that causes you to say, "Oh wow," because you <laughs> you, <laughs> you you like straighten up and you lean back a little bit, and then your eyes hit about I'd say about <laughs> fifteen degrees. And then it's like, wow, and it's like perfectly over to to like three hundred and uh, what would that be, like forty? You're like, wow, it's just you have quite the follow through of emotions. Like, okay, wow, and uh, you don't quite sound so Owen Wilson, but you're just oh, really, wow,
1: yeah. wow, that's my dog.
0: I like your Owen Wilson.
1: <laughs> it's only because of you, babe. <laughs> All right, we have some people to thank. Um I wanna thank you the listener for sticking with us and not with communism. (laughs) (laughs) I I just I think it's really funny how a lot of our shows have come down to like communism or capitalism. Mm -hmm. But you think about it, frugality (laughs) is very based in
0: those Or is it not based in those at all? And the real you know what the really frugal type of government is? It's fucking anarchy.
1: Anarchy! You heard it here first, the sound of
0: anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a solid open D.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead to the thank yous. <laughs> <It's just laughs> a,
0: a, you know what? No. <laughs> That's anarchy right there. <laughs>
1: I'll do what
0: I want. I can do what I want. We can end this the show my, right now. My rules. We could my do world. Like, we can do like a movie. We can like end the show right now and then just say the credits and then stop talking. That's total anarchy.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. Just throw it out. You want to do it?
1: Yeah. How do, we, how do we do that?
0: So Okay, here's what we're going to do. Um, so <laughs> we're, we're going to wrap the show up real quick and then we're going to say the thank yous and then just stop talking and the podcast is going to be over. Oh, okay. fuck. Yeah, you ready for this? Okay. Okay. All right, I'm, I'm doing the ending bit here. I'm writing a thing. This is stupid. I'm writing a thing on... Don't look.
1: I'm not looking the microphone. I
0: realized... The okay, good. Okay, <laughs> I may have spelled a word wrong. And I did anyway. So, uh, thank you for listening to The Bargain Den. I'm Brandon. I'm Donna. Pinch those pennies.
1: Stay frugal time
0: travels and then now i'm gonna throw and try to hit the guitar that was okay thank you (laughs) 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 thank you sarah anastasia for our artwork we really appreciate it it looks great if we have links in our descriptions of more of her work um and uh, if you're in England, go get a tattoo done by her.
1: Also, thank you to the Lounge Kittens for the use of their cover of "Dirty Deeds" for our podcast music, which apparently will not be used for the outro this week because anarchy, right? No question mark?
0: It will. Okay. It will. It'll just it'll just be silent for a second, and then the oh, okay. Up.
1: All right. That's anarchy for you folks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, also, thank you to Anchor for hosting our podcast. You can support us on Anchor, and uh, you can also support us by sending us your copy of the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give us your things. <laughs> you can also support us by becoming our bargainaire.
1: All you have to do is go to iTunes, scroll down to that five stars, and leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Post it.
0: Yeah, and you could be like our current bargainaire, which is the one-tenth of one percent.
1: Someone needs to dethrone them.
0: Yeah, for communism.
1: For communism. <laughs> for anarchy, oh, by right, for golly. Anarchy.
0: Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> this is, as soon as you, nope, keep going. As soon as you stop, the podcast is just over, so just know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. Dun
1: and dinner and do not Dirty Deeps and the Dun Dirche Dirty Deets and the Dun Dir